Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. Yes, as you've seen, the bat of eye have been captured. At least that's what we decided to call all the bikes at once, bat of eye, because we had so many in the trailer. Um, for those who didn't see, I didn't post any. I should probably post some more on uh, the Second Chance pages, but... I had been dropping stupid Easter eggs the last three weeks about, you notice I'm saying Grand Prix stuff a lot. Well, a deal had been done and um, I'm just not going to talk about like my moped shit this much because it's just, this can be kind of a different episode. I'm going to bring a buddy in. We're going to talk about him a little bit. We're going to talk uh, about the bad of his, the bad of ideal. So I'm just going to have my buddy introduce himself. Yo. I'm Lee. I also live in St. Paul, Minnesota, yep. and I like to ride mopeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just it's such a weird. Um, this is a different deal because it's always weird interviewing friends of mine. Because whatever. Um, why don't you just give everybody <laughs> a little background about getting into mopeds? You got brought up on an early episode of uh, Moped Podcast. If anybody goes back and listens to. Uh, Andy can't leave those mopeds alone. Um, this is the Lee Andy was talking about playing around with a Peugeot 103. And yeah, but why don't you just kind of talk to everybody a little bit about your history with mopeds? Yeah, so I got my first moped, which was a uh, you know Peugeot 103. That would be back in 2011, and uh, it was actually a gift because I was going to college. And my grandpa's like, yo, you want this? Like, I don't know if it starts or anything. And then uh, I was like, okay. And it, it actually fired right up, like right in his driveway. So I was <laughs> like, all right, well, it seems like it starts to me. But that's, uh, that's how I originally got into it, not really knowing anything about them or that like people actually collected them or, you know, tuned them or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So that's how that started. And uh I did a lot of like random, you know, stock mod stuff, um, mostly looking through like Moped Army at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of fell off for a long time. Um, and recently, you know, been getting much more in depth with mopeds. And I think we figured this out the other day, like 2019 or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, this this was where I was the, probing yeah. you about that because I'm like, we'll see if we'll we'll just get the refresher going and this was people this was at the tail end of like a 30 sub we were in the middle of a car ride at this point we were probably 30 (laughs) 40 hours on the road at this point right yeah yeah so right at that point i had picked up uh uh, what a pinto from maze actually Mm -hmm. um and kind of got on the e50 platform for a while here and then uh been still building french stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah and for those who don't know lee has that uh stage six build thread going on moped army i don't know if you've updated that for a minute but like yeah that bike is fucking rad like this so rad yeah that's a scary one <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell everybody what happened to you about six about i don't know probably six weeks three weeks before the trip and then we'll kind of get yeah. into the story how that all happened yeah, or actually, how this all um, happened, this trip. Yeah, I was actually riding that bike, right? So it's a 
it's a stage six kit adapted onto like Melosi cases for a Peugeot 103. So mm-hmm. I actually have that on a 103 bike with, you know, a bunch of junk. But um, I ended up like tipping the bike or dropping the bike. And uh, my my left leg got caught up in the rear pulley. And uh, the aluminum pulley in the rear, you know, it's got two kind of, well, the belt is held in, right? Mm-hmm. inside the pulley and those two ridges on the pulley actually cut my leg open and i had to get uh like eight stitches yeah. so that wasn't very fun <laughs> no I, dude know, that did not like look fun at all tim and shane and a couple of those guys and they're always like yeah we always put guards on those you know because it'll it'll slice right through your boot you know if they're <laughs> racing or whatever so yeah yeah I get it. <laughs> I get it the hard way. <laughs> Lee's like, I know it'll slice right through your boat because it's less yeah. right through my skin. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, that looked gnarly. But you and I, you know, we're buddies and whatnot, but, you know, like all buddies, sometimes you talk every day. Sometimes you don't talk for a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember because I remember listening to the Moped Monday podcast with, um, the guys from Goshen Mopeds and talking about Bavis Grand Prix. And the first time I ever saw one was tabs from hell Satan's in Richmond this year. And I never seen one before. And I just thought, wow. Like it was just a thought in my head. Wow. That's a cool bike. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, now you obviously being the French game, had you seen or in real life, had you seen any Grand Prix before? No, I don't think I've ever seen one. I was certainly aware of like what they were, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I mean, pictures, you know. whatnot, but like actually be able to right. touch, see, feel in real life. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, no, ultra rare. And I, I can't remember how the, this whole thing happened. Did I mention something to you within the week before I hit you up about getting a Grand Prix or something? Cause like I kind of made my mind up. If one comes up for sale, I'll probably nip at it. Not necessarily mm-hmm. yet, but I'll try. But did I say anything to you about buying a Grand Prix before that? Right. I thought about that. I I want to say just a couple days prior, you, you had said something to me or you shot me a message. And I was just like, oh, yeah, those are cool because they have, you know, Peugeot motors on them yeah. or whatever. But like, you know, I, I didn't know how serious you were or anything, but just yep. like you did bring it up. And I was like, oh, yeah. Those are cool mopeds, but you know, other than that, I was like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a moped dork. And when I say a moped dork, like I sold out years ago and everybody knows that. And I was, I love my new job. I, and I'm going on break and I just pull the phone open, just check Facebook. And I belong, I'm not going to name it because you know what? You find your own moped groups to be a part of, but it's not a private one. It's a public one. Anybody can join. And I saw this ad for two grand prix i thought it a pretty reasonable price and what i remember was for i I don't know why i sent it to you but Mm -hmm. as a joke i i sent that ad to you and i can't remember and i'm sure if we went back in our messages and looked, i can't remember if i said you want to go halfsies or something like that like what do you remember from that whole deal because like me and you are goofy because sometimes we'll get back to each other right away or sometimes there'll be days before we get back to each other right i i think that is what he said like 
you want to go have these on these because there's two of them yep. for sale in the ad, right? So yeah, yeah. it's like, whoa, that's kind of weird to begin with. Yeah. And right, like, pretty reasonable pricing. So I was like, I looked at it and I just wrote, sure, why not? <laughs> and like, this was my thing. Like, and I'm going to, I'm, I literally said at work, fuck. Cause I'm like, Lee is supposed to be the responsible one here, but like, I'm crazy. Everybody knows that. Like, and I was like, wait, wait, no, this is not supposed to. I'm like, you know, these are in New England. And I am a person, I live on a very, I make good money, but I live on a very tight budget. This is like, this is like my allowance for this, this month. This is my allowance for this. And like, this is my savings and blah, blah, blah. And like, I live off the envelope system for anybody who knows that. And like that envelope in the moped system had been depleted ish. And I mean, I could rob Peter pay Paul, but that's a slippery slope. And Lee's just like, oh, I'll just pay for him right now. I just pay me when I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. And I'm like, and I hit this person up who had him for sale on the internet, like instantly. I'm like, has anybody bought him yet? And he goes, no, you're the first one, but I've just had two people hit me up. And what I remember saying to him was, is one of them Lee. He goes, yeah, I go sell them. Cause like, I was just like, you know what, if this is meant to happen, this is going to happen. Like sell them to Lee. And like, what do you remember from all that interaction? Cause that happened, that all happened very fucking quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. So I'd contacted him and I was, I was thinking like, well, well it's been like, I don't know, 10 minutes or whatever since, you know, the ad was up. I was like, somebody probably snagged these already. And the guy was just like, oh, you're Jim's buddy? He's like, yeah, like, they're still available. And he's like, but a lot of people are, like, hitting me up and, like, you know, offering me things. I was like, (laughs) oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I kind of just pulled the trigger, went for it. Yeah. And then we, like, I knew it was out east. And I and everybody, everybody knows the joke of me. Like, Jim never knows where he's going, but he always gets where he needs to be, like, I knew they're out east and I knew it was going to be a jaunt, but like, I did not realize what, how long of a deal. Cause then we had to figure out first, you had to tell your wife what you did, which I imagine was <laughs> Kirsten's an awesome person, but not a moped person, which, you know, a very awesome and understanding person, but I wouldn't have wanted to be in your household in that moment when you told her. <laughs> no, nah, she's, she was cool with it. I think. Um, what you know yeah it's kind of funny because we did that and i afterwards i was like yeah so like what's what's your address (laughs) like i have no idea how far away this is right let me put this in google maps and see what the hell i'm in for right Mm -hmm. and then that's when i was like oh shit this is like uh i don't know what it ended like if you drove straight without stopping it's like 20 hours or something from where we are so i was just like damn that is a haul you know but yeah and then we had to figure out (laughs) how we're getting there first it was like and neither one of us really put any foresight or thought into that in that moment like first it was gonna be maybe one of your vehicles and one of my vehicles and maybe a family member's vehicle and then like it kind of didn't get to be nut cutting time but it was just like the only viable option was my forester we kind of realized i'm like fuck it let's take it i'll just i and like i love my forester that thing you want to know what i love about my forester it's paid for 
Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I really it doesn't love. owe you anything. Exactly. <laughs> right? So if I got to stick 500 bucks into it now and again, I'm cool. Like, yeah. you know what I don't have to do? Make a $400 payment every month on that thing. That's what I really love about it. Um, so I get a few things done that need to get done. Um, we, we had to figure out like when we're actually going to do it. Cause a little bit right. was still that fear of he could sell them out from under us. And this guy, we don't know, just sent cash to like across the country. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't really know. And it's like, well, I think I can trust this guy. And for the most part, moped people are usually like totally cool with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do remember him saying, you know, I was like, Hey, I might not be out there for like, say two weeks. Right. Is this like, do you mind just holding on to him? Or like, do you need him gone like today? Right. And he was like, totally cool with it. He's like, yeah, they'll just sit here. Like come whenever you want. I was like, all right. Yeah. Seems pretty reasonable to me. And then we had to figure out, all right, when the hell are we going to go? Right. Cause I think yeah. Thanksgiving was right around that time too. So it was like kind of dancing around those holidays and you know, we had talked about going out Thanksgiving week, but it was just like, well, if we would leave base essentially like Wednesday night, like there's yeah. not going to be a lot of shit. I, this was kind of was going through my happen. What happens if something happens? Nothing's <clears throat> open. Like maybe, yeah. maybe the gas stations on the roadside, that's it. Um, but before we like get the logistics, we also start talking to the guy. Not only did he have two Grand Prix, at one point he had two Mondoils. And right. our Mondoils, I can never pronounce it correctly. Um, <laughs> we ended up scooping one of those up, one of those up because he sold one like the week before or something like that. Um, yeah. Which is like, how in the hell does this all happen? Um, yeah, pretty crazy that he had he had the two Grand Prix and he had two Mondials and they're all gold. Right. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they all came from the same place. So whoever he got them from, I guess, really like gold. Yeah. Bad of eye. <laughs> yeah. The bat of eye <laughs> draped in gold. Yeah. Um, and then Lee, yeah, he, he showed us that it was like, hey, I mean, maybe we should pick that up, too. Right. I mean, shit, we're going halfway across the country. Yeah. And, you know. It was it was just I just told him I flat out told him I go if Lee doesn't buy that from you I'll I'll buy it like and that was pretty much like who wants it worse and I'm in my head I'm thinking I have enough gosh darn winter projects like I don't I don't need two more if you will (laughs) but I mean and then Lee you scooped up another bike from ever do you want to tell people about that yeah and then. I don't know. That was a bit later, maybe a week or two later. Mm-hmm. I saw that um, the Mad Brapper was selling bikes for cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of funny, right? I, I don't know. I think he, he was saying like only for cryptocurrency. Like yep. he didn't even want cash even, which is kind of wild. But, um, you know, I have cryptocurrency or, you know, accumulated some a while back. So I was like, huh. I might, I might take a look at this. So he had a, a Peugeot uh, GL10, which is kind of like a mini bike, right? It's mm-hmm. on 10-inch um, wheels. You know, it's just a little guy. And I think they're they're only sold in Europe, as I understand. And I think he got it from Dos, because I think they imported a couple of them at one point in time. Mm-hmm. So 
when I saw that was in Pennsylvania and we were already going to Massachusetts and to us, you know, out east is out east. I was <laughs> yeah. like, hey, maybe we can make a pit stop. <laughs> and I so, would, yeah. I'm I'm pretty easy going. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, whatever, dude. I don't care. Um right. So yeah. we we ended up deciding to go the week after Thanksgiving. Yeah, just this past week. Um yeah. I just said, fuck it, let's not try to borrow a trailer from somebody. Because this was my thought. What happens if a tire goes down? <laughs> Motherfuckers. Are any issues or anything like that? You know, we won't have we won't have any friends be mad at us because whatever. Um, so I get I get us the U-Haul trailer. My forcer has the hitch, the lights, and all that. I didn't really I could have I could have wired in my Volkswagen, but I'm just like I don't want to wire in anything right now, especially like I don't know what the weather's gonna be like tomorrow in Minnesota because it was still halfway nice out, but like as we can tell now, winter is here. Um, so I'm just like, fuck it, we'll just take my forester. It's gonna be noisy because all foresters are. Let's take off this Thursday. Um, so I kind of ran. You had it. I, I'm kind of jealous of you. You had it easy. You didn't have to change oil or do any of that stuff. But <laughs> that's all right, my guy. Um, would you? Would Kirsten say like when you were deciding this is when you're going to take off, or like would work have to say like? Did you tell people from work you're going out east to pick up stupid dumb toy motorcycles? Yeah, I think I told my boss because i i told him i was gonna take friday off and i was like yeah i'm gonna go out to like boston area and he's just yeah. like what <laughs> why the hell are you doing that and i was like well mopeds and he had <laughs> seen a couple of mine like if i ride him into work mm-hmm. he'll be like you took that like little fake motorcycle thing in again today i'm like yep sure did <laughs> <laughs> so he's like somewhat aware but he might have been a little surprised i'm like you're you're gonna go all the way out there just for that <laughs> yeah and especially my new job they all think i'm nuts because like they've already known i've flown to new orleans for a moped thing i'm i was going out east and like i talked to my boss he's like yeah it's cool whatever um just work your four tens it's a, it's a running joke now any week i work tens i end up staying late and that's what was kind of happening tonight um so we we decided to make this great voyage um load up everything i go get i got i end up getting uh off uh off work like an hour early because i had worked 13 hours one day which kind of killed me um we i load up the trailer get everything kind of it felt i i go to pick up the u-haul trailer it's kind of weird because i felt kind of a weird vibration at first and it went away and i didn't think anything of it i should have Shoulda, coulda, woulda turned around right away. But you showed up. We got, and I, you got in the vehicle. And like, I remember one of the first things I said was, we're stopping in Menominee for Taco John's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I threw in my like 10 ratchet straps. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> I was ready to go. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's, that's not too far for first stop. And then, it was because of Taco John's. Yeah, five after five special, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, th- yeah, that Lee like doubted me, and he shouldn't have. We got like ten tacos and like a couple sodas for like fourteen bucks. But that's where we discovered our first issue on the trip. We go to. I'm like, fuck it, let's just stop off here. And I get look at the tire. I'm like, huh, 
that looks low on that there u-haul trailer because it was it was fucking flat it was at zero um that was great so we put air in the tire and on the way we went um i think you started driving at that point didn't you like it's all kind of a blur at this yeah probably I yeah mean, we basically swapped every gas stop roughly mm-hmm. so yeah we filled it up i drove and then we realized like we are getting what 200 maybe oh. a little over 200 miles to a tank <laughs> yeah that thing that forcer normally will get like 330 to the tank yeah, yeah. It, it went down bad and then i also noticed because i was checking oil um a lot of power steering fluid everywhere i'm like fuck it and it, it had kind of i've had an issue or two with this thing with that i'm like we're gonna send it fuck it i'll just keep an eye on everything um yeah but then i remember stop i think you drove from menominee to chicago basically i feel yeah. like that because then we we couldn't find a gas station <laughs> <laughs> yeah in chicago we were driving around like the first one was just black and like no lights on cones yeah. everywhere like well i guess we're not going to that one yeah and then we found that one magically like just bright as hell pink and blue one it felt like a ice cream company owned it it was kind of hilarious a baskin uh, robbins yeah Baskin. <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much um and then just and know it that was the first time i had been through chicago where it was just smooth sailing other than like the fucking ridiculous hike for toll. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Chicago for $15 for tolls for, because of one normally five, 15 because of one more axle. God yeah. Damn. Three axle. But um, yeah, it was no traffic at all. It also was, hmm, I don't remember what time it was. It was at <laughs> night, but it wasn't like crazy late or anything. I feel like it was like midnight ish somewhere around there. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. But I remember we, we just took off and trying to wake you up for Gary, Indiana, because that is such a magical and beautiful place. <laughs> but I mean, nothing really exciting happened from there. I mean, it was just kind of at some yeah. point in the morning, I think we just you decided we needed to listen to Christmas music. Yeah, yeah. I, I was sick of flipping through all the radio stations, you know, trying to find the local whatever, this and that. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, if you just look for Christmas music, it's like every state has Christmas music playing right now, like all day long, right? So yeah. you, you can find it easily. So that's what was my go-to was at that point. Yeah. And, you know, after that, it just became the running joke that we're just... <laughs> We're literally going to listen to Christmas music all night long until we get to Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a trip. <laughs> like, for some reason, you became, it didn't matter if we drive or not, you were, I designated you as the DJ. Um, but I don't remember, like, I just remember nothing too eventful other than the the low the low tide boat where somewhere in upstate-ish New York we are driving, and I just look at, uh, on the huge you got your four lane highway and then you got the couple Hills and whatnot. And I look over the side, I go, Lee, there's a goddamn boat. And just Lee out of nowhere with this dry sense of human humor. Yep. Must be low tide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, not much to say also like we drove almost well, well, I don't, I don't quite know how many hours it was to his place. 20, 
three-ish or something yeah, in the low 20s yeah because it was like sun setting when we got there and yeah like, of the next day yeah and, right so we are partially sleep deprived you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a trip because i mean Brian, the guy was super nice like really welcoming inviting but yeah. just like i don't my whole thing was okay these look complete they look like the pictures Let's just get them loaded. I don't fucking care. Like, I don't want to make, I don't want to make more friends at this point type of deal. <laughs> yeah. And he had that same day picked up what, uh, 15 or 20 bikes or something. Yeah, dude. Like, like he had a trailer full of them and he was showing off all these pictures. And I was like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and you were super cordial and that's what's awesome about you and nice. And I just like, <laughs> Dude, you have a lot of cool stuff, but I do not care about your Honda Expresses right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? He wanted us to like come to the storage unit and check out all these things, right? And like, yeah, whatever. No. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's like, well, I don't need to do that because I'll just get sucked into another hole of like, hey, what's that bike? What's this yeah. bike? What's over here? Yeah, you know. And like, like I said, he was super nice, and he was. Cause I, I think some of the reason why he wanted to go there was because I said something about like the 82 or 83 expresses share the same ignition system as like the Hobbit CDI. And mm. at least that's what I've read in the past. He's like, well, I've got one right here for you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, couldn't find him. <laughs> like, I'm cool. Dude. Like, thank you so much, but I'm not going to a storage unit. Cause I, you know what? The Kent Mullins thing kind of kicked in my head. Um, never go to a second location with a hippie. And like, that's what I was a little worried about, <laughs> but, um, it was kind of funny. Cause then I'm like, we load up, everything's good. We're half-ass looking for food at this point, I think. And I don't know if, did we ever get any food before O'Reilly's or anything? I don't think so. No. Cause that's where I everything mean, went to shit. Yeah. Yeah, because we were going to head out to Boston, right? Yep. And then I decided, you know what? The power steering fluid's kind of leaking, blah, blah. I'll get some. I'm a huge fan of Vice Grip Garage. I'm like, I'll get some rejuvenation juice and a rebuilding bottle. Well, eh, things didn't work out so well. There's a sensor and a plug on the back of the power steering pump of Forrester's. And what that did, it, it must have raised the pressure just enough to push that right the fuck out the backside of the power steering pump. So we had no, we're a little freaked out for half a second because we're across the fucking country. And I'm just like, we both kind of determined, like, Lee, stay calm because, like, that was awesome of you. You're just like, I don't think we need it, dude. Yeah, I mean, I've had my fair share of old vehicles. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, you know, it comes down to, like, yeah, you don't actually need power steering. It is very useful, but... Especially backing know, a trailer up. Yeah, it's not going to be like, right, your car will run fine as long as uh, the pump keeps spinning, right? As long yep. as that the bearings don't seize or the impeller gets weird and yep. stops, right? Because that belt had your alternator on it too, so yep. that's the only real concern, right? Other than the, you know, when the when the pump like exploded, this um, 
<laughs> power steering fluid out. You know, yeah, it's just right. all over the engine bay. <laughs> it just looked like, you know, something got murdered in there. <laughs> and then, it just, you know, you could, you almost thought like, you almost thought like the car was on fire because it was just smoke everywhere. Right. It was on yeah. like the exhaust manifold and everything. We're like, what the hell's going on? Right. But I had probably yeah. had some people flashing us every once in a while thinking we're on fire. That was rad. Yeah. Like your car is burning a lot of oil or something it's like no just power steering fluid it's cool thanks um but i think there we just got we made the decision we were supposed to go to uh see mars and the lslb boys in boston i was so wanting to make it and i'm just like okay right now the juice just isn't worth the squeeze you gotta we gotta pick up your l what was it again gl10 gl10 god damn it i'll remember it one day when you especially when you write it you had to pick up your GL10 at the Brappers. Um, I'm just thinking, okay, I don't want to work on. I've worked outside on vehicles enough. I don't want to work outside now. Yeah, let's let's make it to the Brappers. And we had I had talked to Andy Stout from the Zeros a bit, and we were planning on stopping there anyways. I'm like, let's just fucking drive there tonight. And we and we, <laughs> then everything kind of calmed down, and then we realized how much we hate fucking drivers in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah east coast stuff you know yeah, yeah. We're, we're passive here in minnesota <laughs> <laughs> oh sure you just get in that there oh yeah but it was kind no, of funny yeah. showed up to the brapper's place we just got... yeah we would we were driving for what 30 hours straight at that point and oh. we show up to adam's place and he's just like fully awake <laughs> yeah <laughs> even though it was like midnight or something yeah yeah it was fucking like, and I think I said something to you. If you don't think I'm going to ask this man for a shower, you're fucking nuts. Cause I'm like, if I get a shower on me, I'll be refreshed. But like Adam just meets us. And what was your, what's your, your description of the whole series of events? Dude, he was hyped. He was like <laughs> super excited, like to talk to us or something. I don't know. I don't know if he was, I don't know what the deal was, but he was just like, he was talking a lot. And I think we're both really tired. We're like, what food showers sleeping what's that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i figured after the power steering thing you can have first shower and like i just saw the look on your face after you got out you're like i'm not leaving this house tonight <laughs> yeah he was super accommodating you know yeah. like you want a shower and then you know we're talking about food and you're just like yeah we'll go to like a wherever somewhere yeah. in town or some, somewhere decent where you can sit down and eat yeah and then you're just like oh no oh, i'll cook you food i'll cook you a dinner <laughs> it's like okay home cooked yeah. meal shower yeah. sleep i mean at that point it was a no-brainer <laughs> pretty much dude um i remember we both said he pulls out this fold-out couch and i'm just like lee i don't care i'm sleeping right next to you we might cuddle who knows what happens um which I, I think you did try to cut, but that's okay, dude. You know, whatever happens. Um, I remember we both set our alarms for um, the morning and we, we kind of powered through that, didn't we there? Yeah. We had them set for what, or I think we both had alarms set for around like 6 a.m. or something. Yeah. Cause we want to get on the road. Yeah. Got to get going. And we both woke up at like eight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and i don't remember turning my alarm off i don't think you did either so i don't know if they're just going off you know yeah or what, but 
Yeah. Nobody Whatever. really said anything in the morning. <laughs> no. Um, so we leave Adams and we're out, we, we're making our ways to the zeros. And like, that was kind of your first time seeing Pennsylvania. And like, it's, it's kind of a bummer. You didn't get to see it in the summer, like when it's fully green. I mean, it's beautiful out there. Wouldn't you say just the rolling hills and all the little towns you got to see? Yeah, it's much more, a lot of elevation change, more than you would think, right? For that area or maybe i don't know just being unfamiliar with the area you wouldn't you wouldn't guess that at least i wouldn't mm-hmm. but, but i i remember adam's mom made us cookies too in the morning so that was very nice of her fuck that was a real <laughs> vip of the whole deal is adam's mom dude those cookie things are fucking dude that was that was a real mvp of the trip right there yeah um, that was some good stuff yeah but <laughs> we get and I, I'm in kind of contact all day with Andy Stout, just kind of because Andy's a really awesome planner. And I'm just kind of letting them know our times and what time we're showing up. And then we stop at one get one of the last gas stations we stop. I'm checking everything, people periodically. And we're both kind of always looking at the bikes, making sure everything's cool with them. Um, periodically, I'm looking at oil coolant belts and i noticed one of the belts the power steering pump belts starting to fray a bit i'm like fuck like and i i am still putting fluid in even though it's going right out but i i feel like it's gonna go on the bearings for a brief millisecond so (laughs) even though it's stinking us out yeah. yeah and that was like the only tense moment that i felt in the whole trip because like the gps kind because it was I'm like, okay, we need to go get, I'm trying to figure out where we need to go next because we're going to go get a power steering pump and belt and all that stuff. And like the GPS kind of threw Lee for a loop and it just was. I was on some random country roads for a couple (laughs) miles and you're just like, what are you doing? You got to go this way. I was like, Jim, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. All right. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. And that was about as, and I'm like, okay, I just need to. Yeah. But we, ended, I ended up going to get the, I'm, I'm pretty quick mechanic. Like I, w- we went to f- the fine city of Cleveland, Ohio, which I had never been actually mm-hmm. a suburb, but I'll call it Cleveland. Um, picked up the power steering pump and oh my God, that was like one of the shittiest intersections i've ever seen trying to get out of <laughs> yeah yeah it, it took a while and there <laughs> were some people doing some weird maneuvers you know <laughs> like illegal activities driving oh. around cars and then turning in front of them and you know yeah it was uh quite <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty rad but um we ended up just driving from cleveland to toledo made it right to the zero shop and it was just happenstance. We got there, right. They ordered pizzas for us. And like, I'd been there before. So I know, I know how hospitable Andy and Sarah and just all the zeros are fucking rad, rad people. If you get a chance, people hit them up, go to the shop, go to their swap meet. Um, we just walked in. I kind of said, Hey, and there was like, it was a very cheerful moment. And we saw food and we kind of devoured yeah, that place is super cool. Like Andy gave me the the full tour, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, 
you know, this is, this is crazy. You know, I think he said their new place is like 5,000 square feet and yeah, they just got a lot of stuff, you know, Mm. the full setup, you know, just full shop for anything you need, which is super rad, you know? And it was really nice. Everybody saw the pictures of them cleaning Saturday and they, I don't know if it was for me specifically, but I said, well, my plan was like, we'll clean out the bay in the shop area so you can pull your car in. Um, but yeah, that's just, that's, it's very overwhelming going there for the first time. And that was your first time meeting, uh, a f- another known Frenchman in the moped community, Andy. Yeah. I talked to Andy a few times and I actually sold him a bunch of Peugeot stuff like a while ago. So like, you know, we talked every now and then, but it was super cool to meet him and see his builds in the flesh, you know, mm-hmm. see what he's been up to. And also they have so many bikes there. It's crazy. I was just yeah. mindful. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> but, you know, if you have that many members and they all have a bunch of bikes. It just, it adds up real quick. Yeah. I remember Brian, they're one of their newest members, Brian, <laughs> mm, yeah. we we were all sitting there talking. He was working on a Hobbit and like, he goes, Oh, did you? Cause he listens to the show and I love Brian. He's such a rad guy. He's been on the show. He goes, Oh, did you ever order all that Vespa stuff? I'm like, no, you know, dude, like I put it all in the cart and then I delete it all. And I go, I just want to make it stock. He goes, Oh, here's a 49 CC cylinder. If you want one. And I'm looking at look, looks pretty much fucking brand new to me. Cause like got all the etch markings in there and the piss and everything. He goes, you can just have it. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> I, th- I think you ended up scoring some stuff from the zeros as well. And I think that's still in the back of my car, buddy. No, no, I got it in my garage. Yeah, so Andy, I was talking to Andy about how, like, I really want to try running a metric kit on a 103, right? Because they, um, you know, they have them, Treats has them, right, Mm -hmm. where they kind of have the studs drilled out, and they have, like, little spacers you can buy to make it work. And, uh, you know, they've been sold out, just like the Hobbit ones, you know, you can't get them right now. Mm -hmm. You know, just like, yeah, I'll just grab them whenever they're back in stock. But I was telling them I really wanted to try it. He's like, dude, I got one on the shelf. Like, do you want it? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he kind of hooked me up with that, which I was super stoked about. I was actually already looking at it in the garage here, you know, like the day I got back. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just super generous, super accommodating people is is very nice. And no. we got to sleep there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, no, I know your story, but I don't know your story. Like. I know you have your buddy with Ryan from the cranks and you go to like Thursday meetups, but like outside Mm -hmm. of Minnesota and that that's kind of your first experience with moped culture, if you will, wasn't it? Or am I putting words in your mouth? Like, cause you seemed, you seem to take a different, I, I kind of think I knew your view on some of that before and seemed to kind of changed a little bit after visiting the zeros. Yeah, right. So I have only really been involved with the local community and then um, some of the Milwaukee guys. And I've been to Detroit like once or twice, but that was always um, in the winter when they would do like like a swap meet or a Secret Santa thing or whatever. So it was a little different environment. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, you know, yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool to get out there and meet some people. And I would like to prove or like to 
make it known now to everybody. I fucking ran the table on Andy Stout playing nine ball. <laughs> like that was the greatest game of pool I ever played in my life. Like I can't, or was it Jerry? It was, I'm so tired. I can't remember who I ran the table on. Like, I think it was Andy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to play again. I'm like, Nope, we're done. <laughs> I'm going out on a hot streak. Um, but yeah, like you said, we got to, we got to stay there. Um, and it was, it was probably good for the both of us. Just, uh, you slept in the, I don't know what you call that more of a community area. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the main room or something. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> yeah. And I slept up up in the loft. So we kind of got away from each other for a little bit and that was probably good for both of us. Um, yeah. And then Sunday happened. So everybody yeah. knows like, so having some car trouble got the got the power steering pump swapped out really easy but then i also noticed i had a left rear tire going low so i'm like i'll put air in it trailer tire still going low all this time so i'll put air in it and just see how it is in the morning walk out fucking flat i'm just like mother and we had already kind of made plans to stop at a service center but like how many service centers are open on a sunday morning none really um so we start driving around <laughs> then me being me i we lee thank you very much for finding that walmart that we found for tires mm. but on the way there i realized i left my damn phone at the gas station in the bathroom <laughs> so we had to travel like 15 20 minutes um yeah. We got to go back and forth through Toledo a few times, you know, yeah. really check out the scenery. <laughs> it was, it was great. Just great. Um, we get to Walmart because it's just give me the cheapest tire. I just told the lady, just give me the cheapest tires you got. Cause we did stop one place and I didn't think we were going to leave Toledo that day. Cause they told us a five hour wait, first come first serve. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah, and you have to leave your car here. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not leaving. So we you I was thinking Costco maybe, but you found Walmart, which is probably the cheaper uh deal in the long run. Yeah, and pretty fast. I mean, I think they just took your car right in when we got there, essentially. I mean, there mm-hmm. might have been one person in front of you, but not really. Yeah. So that was pretty uh, convenient. Then yeah. the lady tells us when we're done. Hey, your car won't start. I had to jump it to get it in and jump it to get it out. <laughs> that was fucking great, dude. And I was like, what? So as I do in life with vehicle repairs, what's your cheapest option? I don't know how. And I told this to a buddy of mine. He still doesn't believe me. Like somehow I got a brand new battery for $54 at Walmart. So yeah. and I was still kind of nervous that like it might be something else, but it still starts. Um, yeah, no, thankfully it was literally the battery just somehow took a shit in the Walmart parking lot and, you know, didn't actually leave us stranded. You know, let's say it was the next time we stopped for gas. I mean, mm-hmm. we would have been kind of screwed, but. And that was that's, lucky. that's my luck in life. Like I don't necessarily have, I, I have great timing when it comes to catastrophes and disasters like that. Um <laughs> but then we try to get food or we go load up at the zero shop we left the trailer there 
I was kind of half worried that Andy was going to unload the trailer and say, Grand Prix? <laughs> what Grand Prix? You're like, what trailer were you talking about? <laughs> because that may have been joked about once or twice in the night. Yeah. Um, they had their prospects there, a couple nice. They had, yeah, Sunday morning, they came down from Detroit. If I could remember your guys' names, I would shout them out, but you both seem like some pretty cool cats. Yeah, we were we were too preoccupied, but there was a cat there that I played with a little bit prior to leaving, so that was always a you know morale booster. Oh yeah, and that was actually <laughs> the prospect from Detroit's cat. I forget his name. I feel like a jerk. Yeah, I think um, that was Kyle's cat. I don't, Kyle. I don't, yeah, we'll go with I Kyle. I feel like that's right. Yeah. Um, we and then we tried to leave Toledo. And for some reason, we couldn't fucking leave for like it took us another forty-five minutes between getting food. <laughs> yeah, Toledo wanted us to stay forever. Yeah, stuck us into the void that is the zeros. And, and speaking of not leaving, I did joke. There's for everybody who goes to the zero shop, their new one, which again I can't recommend enough. Um, there's like a used car lot kind of thing, like the next parking lot over and it's got like it looked like an office with maybe like a one stall thing and i was joking with sarah because uh sarah stout i'm like her and i went and got some sodas and i think i got a shitty coffee at a gas station or convenience store i said you know what maybe i should buy that and start a rival mopa game in gang and we could have turf wars and she goes jim that is a perfect idea you need to do that so um those guys are just hilarious, but we tried to get going and we just couldn't leave. Yeah. We eventually left Toledo. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Um, and that's just where the, that's where the March came to like, yeah. it took, we, you got to drive through Chicago traffic, which I felt kind of right. bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that point when you're, like kind of close to home but you're not that close and you're just sitting in chicago traffic and you're just thinking what the hell am i doing (laughs) (laughs) i I wish i was at home right now (laughs) yeah i made a poor life choice yeah but that was that was the death march you know the way back yeah um don't filling up the trailer tire every 200 miles but we had to because that's we actually got better gas mileage Right, yeah. Imagine that non-flat tire. Yeah. (laughs) Dragging a flat tire on your trailer isn't very fun. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think we got back pretty much in one piece. Nothing blew up. Car didn't break down. We didn't kill each other. Yeah. Christmas music on. (laughs) Yeah, the whole way, dude. That was great. And like, I'm kind of disappointed we didn't hear more Mariah Carey. I'm I'm not going to lie. Um. It was a lot of Frank. Love Frank. Um, But yeah, dude, I still can't believe we got those bikes. Like those things, like I've been playing with mine a little bit, like just kind of taking some little little plastic pieces off um, and just kind of, I got to actually learn about 103s now because like I. French bikes. Yeah, Frenchies. Goddamn Frenchies. But yeah. it's kind of neat. I didn't realize they had 16 inch wheels. I, I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But like, 
the thing that I was most surprised about was that they're they're small, like a Grand Prix is smaller than like a TSM, mm-hmm. but it's bigger than like a Gorelli, like SSXL. Yeah. It's just kind of like this in-between size. I was like, oh, interesting. I don't know why that struck me so much, but I was just looking at them, you know, I was like, huh. And they're oddly comfortable just sitting on them, like just because that's some of the thing about certain top things like a pook, like I don't think they're comfortable. Like I just, you got to lean over, you got to hug, like these. And I think it's the 16 inch wheels that really like make it easy for me to get, throw the leg over. Yeah. It just um, makes it that much lower. Right. I guess. So it's mm-hmm. you know, just a little different. Kind of yeah. neat. I can't wait. Uh, I I'm not going to do it for a while, but like if I wanted to, I think mine would start tonight. Just because <laughs> I've got fuel, I got compression. I've got or I fuel, I got spark, I got compression. I just haven't yeah. added fuel. And those tanks, we both kind of looked at. We started playing with them a little bit. We unloaded uh, Sunday night. Like those tanks are clean. I was yeah. so happy with that. Right, they literally look brand new. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty wild. Like, yeah. Not back of rust in there i was like holy shit yeah i was pretty convinced we were gonna have to evaporate rust them, which is not a big deal but like right and it's funny because we didn't even look at any of that when we picked them up right we're just like well you know those are the bikes they look fine you know they're a little dirty but whatever we'll clean them up but whatever i mean we could have brought them back and there could have been (laughs) holes in the tank and we wouldn't even have known no And but, you, you discovered they have keys in them, which is freaking yeah. rad. Right. Keys and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like it's one of those things that you don't understand how cool it is until you kind of have it in your hand. Like just certain little weird things about them, like the adjustable handlebars. Like It's just yeah. like, what? Like I can read what? And I got the bike. I got, I took those cat eyes off right away. So if anybody wants to buy some cat eyes, contact me at second chance, a moped podcast. Like they're just, yeah, not a fan, but I guess some people like them. So rock and roll, I got set for sale. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely so, thing people sell or want to buy. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going to, you start tearing into some of your stuff. Which bike do you think I can get working on first? I think I'm going to get the GL 10 going here. I put it on the stand. So that's kind of the, the emphasis at the moment yeah because that 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 needs more work than the other two bikes too honestly you know it mm-hmm. needs a drive chain it needs to be clean looks like it's like sat outside for a while so it just needs a lot of tlc to really get get it going or you know yeah yeah and it's gonna be fun titling all these but you know whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> You no titles for any of them. So yeah, no, no, no. I'm sure we got got a could have got a thing of paper uh, bill of sale, but just like yeah. we're so we're giddy slash sleep deprived about all of it, and I still I can't thank you enough for like being the non responsible one because I was really convinced this deal wasn't going to happen. That's why I contacted you of all people. I'm like, eh. see what he says. Yeah, I just thought I literally did it as a joke because, like, yeah, and it just shows, like, dude, like, St. Paul's got the coolest bikes. What can we say? Like, between the shit maze, I'm saying it, dude, between the shit maze belts and like your fucking badass Peugeot, like, 
with the stage six kit on it, dude. St. Paul's got the best got the best spikes. You uh you forgot one thing to mention throughout the whole trip was um you made a you made a purchase at one of the first gas stations. Oh god damn that drug rug, dude. That is the f- that was great. So we're that was like the second gas up. Yes, that's because we yeah. traded off there because I was fucking tired. Yeah, dude. Like so and, and a lot of you commented, God bless all of you who commented on the Facebook and uh, Instagram posts. We're at this gas station, nowhere, Wisconsin on 94. And I see, you know, certain gas stations will have like, oh, you can buy a T-shirt. You can buy this. They had these fucking pullover drug rug hoodie things that you only see in like nowhere South Dakota near the Black Hills for sale. Like, what are these doing for sale in Wisconsin? Why are they here? <laughs> And I see this gold one. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. If this thing is in my size, I have to buy it. It was. Yeah, dude. (laughs) And I can tell you this much for heat insulation, there is none because, like, it blows blows right through that thing. It's so terrible. (laughs) But yeah, dude, that was, that's still one of the best. Cause we already paid for the bike. So that was the best purchase of the trip. <laughs> there we go. Best yeah. purchase of the trip, a drug rug. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of a bummer. We didn't get more time, but like, it was just, that's yeah. Ne- I say never again, but if something stupid like that would come up for sale, that was <laughs> relatively priced. You better I'd send admit, it to somebody else. <laughs> I'd probably do it again. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't think yeah, you are allowed to do it again because your garage <laughs> is full. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No more mopeds for me, at least not for a long time. <laughs> you know, I say that, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Wait till something comes up that's weird and cheap. Yeah. yeah. One guy, one guy at work, uh, Paul, he's good shit. He races like vintage race cars and stuff like that. I told him the whole story. He goes, huh? So you spent a thousand bucks to go get a two hundred dollar item. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pretty much. He goes, yeah, I've been there. I've been there a lot. He said, <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Lee. I can't thank right, you man. enough for coming on Second Chance Bullpen Podcast. Don't forget, people, we're on the Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And again, if you want to ever, if you want to be a guest or have suggestions for guests, don't be afraid to reach out to me. Um, and there could be a new t-shirt in the works. We will see how motivated I get. So with all that, Lee, I got to remind you, my guy, mopeds are dumb. Uh-huh.